1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.
2: I want to help people out with a public service announcement this morning. Now, normally public service announcements are boring, but this one is not. We've heard about this happening with bad friends before, but I hadn't heard about it happening with your own kids. Okay. We once had a friend and coworker who had a party at her house and her friends, I use that term loosely, decided ah. to use the feature on Alexa, the Amazon device, mm-hmm. to order stuff to her house that she did not know was going to be arriving. My um, poker buddies do that all the time.
3: Really? Yes.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we will
3: be playing poker, and all of a sudden it's like, Alexa, order a 50-pound bag of dog food. And the guy doesn't own a
2: dog. You realize <laughs> that you just did that to a lot of people, right? Oh, now. sorry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, it shouldn't be that easy. Yeah. Well, you
2: can turn it off, and I recommend that. That's what I'm here to tell you is you need to turn off the ordering if you have a small child or childish friends. Because <laughs> it happened to this guy he has a five-year-old son, and the five-year-old started ordering stuff by voice on Alexa. He ended up getting a $500 hot tub. Uh, the list here, he got a very expensive-looking set of uh cars that have the little Wii controllers or something.
3: That's the Lightning McQueen right there. Yeah, Yeah. Lightning McQueen. Uh (laughs) He's got
2: a a remote-controlled truck, a remote-controlled truck that jumps 23 inches in the air. He ran up a bill of almost $1,000. There's a tank. So he bought a bunch of toys, and you said a hot tub? Yeah, look here, right here, $500 (laughs) hot tub. Okay. The dad says he regrets not keeping the hot tub.
0: Now, how does Alexa understand this kid saying all of that, but when I ask her to turn the volume up, she's like, what, huh?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think she's got a sense of humor.
4: (laughs) Because she's listening,
0: Yeah, and she doesn't
3: want you to turn it down. She's
0: like, that's enough. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, and kids will do, they won't do what you say, they'll do what you do. So they see you ordering stuff off Alexa, they're five years old, and they're like, okay, if Mommy can do it, you know, and get some stuff, then why can't
2: I while she's not here? Well, I don't think he even knew he was doing anything wrong. Right, Because right, yeah. to him, it's this stuff, who knows? who They paid, they paid for this? Yeah. Who
3: knew? They don't know. Little kids don't know how you get half that stuff in mm-hmm. your house. They don't know anything about money. They neither do teenagers. Yeah. Neither do ducks
2: <laughs> and wives. Well, yeah. My wife is like, would that stuff cost money? <laughs> I mean, you actually were with uh, someone who said as long as they still had checks in the checkbook, you thought there was money in the bank account. Yeah. It's so yeah. so it's, um, it's a lot of people are confused about that. But it can also happen, like Hawk said, with your friends. Listen, and I use that term somewhat loosely. And you should. Because stuff
3: just shows up and it's a big giggle. And then you sit there and you're like, who ordered this? Last poker night. (laughs) See, that would bother me a lot. Well, at first, it'd be kind of funny. Well, I mean, we don't
2: overdo it. Yeah. Yeah, It's (laughs) like
3: we get the guy back. Like if he ordered like a $15 item, like when I go to his house, you're ready.
2: (laughs) How do you even know what it costs ahead of time? What do you mean? Well, like if when you good. ask for something kind of generic like a hot tub, you don't know if you're going to get a $5,000 hot tub or a five. dollars It's not
3: that. It's always specific. Oh, so, I see. Yeah, so, man, when you get the item, you're like, you go look it up on your Amazon. Like, I didn't order that. And then you look <laughs> it up, you see when it was ordered and all that stuff. And you're like, oh, okay. And mm-hmm. then that's a big giggle. Well,
2: I would say I wouldn't hang out with people like that. But then again, I live with one. I get stuff all the time I didn't order. (laughs) And it's my wife. Uh And I'm like, when did we order this? Why did we order this? But um, I don't understand how the kid got all the way to having it delivered. Because if you put it in your cart, it doesn't immediately order it. Like if you say, you know, Amazon, add so-and-so to my cart, that just puts it in the shopping cart. So I don't know if he went through some other step and said order this, or I mean, she she had to say, "Are you sure?" Oh, I
3: don't know. I mean, sometimes you can just put it on there, and it's like it, you got it set up to automatically pay.
2: Yeah, but you yeah. still don't. You have to confirm you're buying it. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Alexa was like, "Do
0: you confirm?" And the kid's like, "Hmm, sure, whatever." Descended.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and you got to think too that when they did this, they're like, "All right, it doesn't matter if it's a five year old kid. We're doing this order." Like, Alexa has to be able to tell whether or not it's, you know, a little kid who can barely talk.
0: Yeah, I've thought about that before when I get, like, wine drunk and I'll order stuff. I'm like, you didn't want to tell me no to any of this? I don't need a flamingo. Like, what in the world? You
2: know, they should have a special setting that's, like, for children and drunks. And if either of them, then it should be like, we're going to hold this one day in your cart to make sure you feel the same way tomorrow. Of course, oh, that's, that's not in their best yeah. interest. That should, that
4: should be anything. Emails, text, calls. <laughs> I honest. Mean, I, I wish they would
3: do that when I order normally. Like, you know, let me think about this purchase for just a couple of days because I probably have some regrets. I do have some that I bought.
2: Oh, of stuff. Probably. I have a nightmare right now. Yeah. I ordered a piece for the front of my Corvette. Where it's the piece down low, and I bump into those parking concrete things all the time. And I finally broke it bad enough I had to replace it. Mm-hmm. So I ordered online, it's like five or six hundred dollars. Oh, wow. I get it and it's not the right size. And returning it is not easy. I mean, I had one place tell me it was going to be 400 to ship it back. I'm like, well, God, it almost costs that much. What's the difference? I might as well just keep it.
3: That's the reason I drive a Jeep. I just like to go right over the sidewalk. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need a lift kit for my Corvette.
3: Yeah, what you need is like four-wheel drive for that Corvette. Oh, big <laughs> wheels. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Jack it up a couple of inches and you'll be fine. Yeah, call R&R. Just um, get some wheels and tires for it. There you go.
1: Hawk and Tom on B93. Point seven. Does your
3: significant other over-text? Mm, no. How about your friends? Do your friends over-text? Because that's what I want to talk about now. I think I'm the
2: over-texter.
3: Well, I think you are. Yeah, <laughs> it's different in your situation, but most guys feel like their significant other texts them or over text them throughout the day. So they're getting more texts from the girl than the guy is getting, or the guys actually sending to the girl
0: do you mean in terms of triple texting or just too much texting period
3: texting period it doesn't matter like a triple text is just that's just, just three texts <laughs> it counts as three
0: yeah but yeah. when people will they'll like send one i know and then they'll send another did you hear send another i'm like just send it all in one okay
2: Sometimes you don't think of it all at the same time
3: they say a lot of times one person in the relationship will text more than the other person does And most of the time, it is the girl that's texting most. But for Tom's situation, we know he's a
2: texter. My wife texts a lot, too, though. We're pretty compatible in that area. Oh, there you go. I mean, I'm more, but she does a lot, too.
3: Well, and they did a, a, like, they were talking about it, and they say women in a relationship was texting her man about 30 times a day, mostly while he was at work. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah. And he was getting annoyed that she was texting so much, and she got angry because he didn't respond to all the text. Mm-mm. So do you have to respond to every text that she's sending, especially when you're at work? Not at work. I work is so. a whole
2: different that category. Yeah. You need to be able to do your work and not have 50 million texts to keep
4: up with. Unless it's an emergency. Right. Yeah. He should respond.
3: Emergency like, hey, don't forget to bring milk home? No.
4: <laughs> no, that's not an emergency. Go get milk.
3: Yeah. But uh, they say, like, we get about 25 to 30 texts a day from the one that we love.
2: Okay. Now, that seemed high to me. Mm, a little yeah. high to me, too. Yeah. I, I'm thinking closer to 20, maybe 25. It depends on whether or not we're texting at the table. Like, at dinner, sometimes yeah. we'll text all each other a lot.
3: Yeah, you see couples, like, at the mall, and they're both looking down at their cell phones just
2: walking. <laughs> don't judge them. They what might be doing? texting each other. You
0: think? I don't know. Well, but my husband works from his phone, so when we're out together I'm like, How many people are looking at him like, What a jerk. Get off your phone yeah, I'm like, yeah. That man's making money. He's fine, leave him alone
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was at the beach and a friend of mine enjoying the I was enjoying the ocean view and the the <laughs> waves and She's on her phone the whole time. I'm like, I started to get to rip that phone out of your hand. She, wow. just, she said, I'm working. Yep. I'm like, okay, my bad.
2: Well, my not bad. only that,
4: but you, people think you have to
2: stare at the beach to enjoy it. You can enjoy like the smell of the ocean, the sound of the waves while you're doing whatever you're doing on your phone. You, you might be looking no. at
3: pictures of the beach while you're looking on your
2: phone. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Oh, but the girls God.
3: are over texting the guys, according to this research, and I've got signs you are an overtexter. You've got a carpal tunnel in your thumbs. That's a sign.
2: <laughs> yeah, I blew past carpal tunnel a long time ago. I'm well into something worse.
3: I got to say, like my forearm, where I hold my phone in my left hand, it hurts mm-hmm. because I, and I noticed that I use my pinky as a brace to hold my cell phone. I got
4: a blister on my pinky. <laughs> yes. Where it props up. And people say, get one of those things on the back that you. Yeah, yeah. The pops. all the little Pop pops out. Yeah, yeah, but see, I put mine in my pocket, and that's gonna I be do too. too too thick.
0: Do the strap. The strap lays flat. Just, I like strapless. You know, if, if you got
3: <laughs> if you got one of those little poppers too, you put it in your back pocket. It looks like a little small can of skull. <laughs> but uh, I I, you tried to use my ring finger to hold up my cell phone to, because I was getting pain in my
0: forearm.
2: Yeah, and it just felt weird. It I could does. Not do it. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's like you can't quite hold it, and then you can't tag, so you can't slide. It's weird. Yeah.
2: Oh, I gotta call the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> That's a third word problem ain't it it's the first world problem
3: signs you're an overtexter you speak in acronyms don't know how to do that
2: lol okay
3: you don't even know how to make a phone call on your cell phone that's a sign that you're an overtexter
2: no i know how to, (laughs) to make a phone call you go to the text and you click at the top and then you can click on phone call
3: okay you text yourself lol after making a joke
2: that's, well, a, little, that's a personality yeah. issue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, self, did you get that text I sent you? And then your cell, phone, uh, your cell phone plan costs more than your car payment each
2: month. That's a sign that you're an overtexter. By the way, did you know you can text yourself?
3: Uh, I really, yes. I've, I've wanted to do that and I because I want to send like a funny meme or something and save it on my right. phone, and I don't know how to do that. Well, it's pretty easy. <laughs> I have to ask my friend to send this back to me. I'm like, will you send that meme back to me? I want to save it.
0: If you have it on your phone to send to you, then you already have it on your right, phone.
4: Right, yeah. But sometimes you're on <laughs> Facebook, like on your PC and stuff. You just punch in your number, because I do that mm-hmm. to remind me of something. I'll send myself a text, but yep. I have to punch in my number because I don't have me saved. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> or, you are now Hawk's new tech friend. I won't answer his calls. <laughs> I don't know text how to him. answer. Text
2: him, yeah. Hey, or Hawk, text him. <laughs> when you do it When for you me? need it, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord.
3: <laughs> I'm not an overtexter for sure.
1: It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B
4: 937
2: Whenever you're at the age of about 16 or 17, you go through one of the toughest things in your life, and that is the period in which you are most socially awkward. Now, there are exceptions to this, but as a general rule, that is a time of awkwardness for most people. I think it could start a couple years earlier, even. I seem, it seems to me like about 15 is where you start to get really awkward.
3: Now, socially awkward in what way? Because you have your friends, your clusters that are kind of like you. You're in that pack.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of times they're the same awkward kids that you are. Well, and sure. outside of that group, you feel very awkward, especially if you get into a group that you perceive as being higher on the social totem pole than you. Oh. Then you're like, oh, I'm very uncomfortable because these people outclass me.
0: When do we grow out of that? Because I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that,
2: Tori, because it turns yeah. out that a lot of times we still have those same things on our list as adults that we were self-conscious about when we were kids. Really? Yeah. Mm. They actually yep. asked people. They said the most awkward age is 17, and the top things we were self-conscious about in high school are still the things we're self-conscious about now. What's those? Okay, yeah. well one thing is our weight. Hm. If you're awkward about your weight when you're a teenager, you're likely to still feel awkward about it as an adult. Wow.
0: And what's unfortunate is as an adult, you look back and you're like, wow, I was killing it. I know, and right? I'm just
2: so <laughs> yeah. I do it all the time. Yeah. I look back at my teen years and I'm like, oh, I would kill to look that good now. And back then I thought I was not good looking at all. Well, you had
3: the, you were
2: super skinny. Like yeah. Like
3: you had that skin, like you would wake up in the middle of the night and eat candy bars, try to gain weight. So you were the opposite with your <laughs> weight than most kids.
4: Yeah, I was very yeah. thin. Uh-huh. So my, I'm the opposite at 15 16 I started I was working in fast food and yeah, I, yeah. I, I by my senior year, I was 226 pounds. Well, you didn't have a tooth, too, in that senior so, picture. Why do you always going to bring that up? He does, he does that to me, too. That's because I was old. sick as a baby. My teeth oh. rotted out because of all the medicine. I had spinal meningitis. I had a double hernia. Do you want me to keep going? Is, that, go that, is, that is it true? Yes. My mom just recently told friends of mine how sick of a baby oh, I was. wow. I'm oh.
2: sorry. So anytime he brings it up, he's like, yeah, Tom, you were super skinny. You looked horrible. You looked like yes. you were about to no. die. I Jealous? was given. No, I was like letting
3: people know. That you had the reverse of that. You were like, not only is it overweight, but it's also if you're too skinny, you get picked on because you're like, you know, True. toothpick boy.
0: You really can't just nail it, huh? You're either too skinny, too thick, too round, too tall, too something. Every and you got time.
2: someone who brings it up for you? Just in case you guys didn't know this, let me tell you about it. (laughs) Let me make an appointment with my therapist today. Okay, so other areas you might feel awkward (laughs) is uh, we also worry about our hair. Oh, sure. And, you know, you still worry about it. bad hair days today. Cato came, yeah. came in complaining about
4: his. No, I did not. You
2: said there was <laughs> one place you didn't have combed right. Or it hang down funny. I
4: can't, I can't wax it because I burnt my finger, so I'm having issues with it right now. But I just got it cut yesterday.
2: Oh, well, I thought you said you had one piece that you couldn't comb right <laughs> today. Oh, there's right one
4: little piece that's long well, right there. Okay, but I, that's not your hairdresser's fault. That's your fault. I know. It's just, yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't do happy hour before I go. <laughs> uh Also, our teeth
2: are on the list of things we're self-conscious about, which is kind of funny because I'm getting mine done right now. Not so much out of vanity, but necessity. I, my teeth, like you, Kato, when I was a kid, I had all these medications that messed up my teeth. Right. And so over the years, they've just gotten worse and worse. And I finally I, I had to basically get rid of a car to pay for this stuff. But I'm getting my teeth finally fixed. And I, I enjoy it. I like that I look better, but I'd really kind of like to have the car
4: instead. But I'll tell you, that's, you know, my teeth were messed up, and I had four years of braces. Thank you, Dr. Dean uh, from Easley back then. And... uh but I that helps a lot. That it made it my does. my self consciousness kind of curious
3: about your like. If you have a car, you have to get the tires balanced and rotated, change all and this, that, and the other. When you get your new teeth, do you have to? You'll get Confidence. the checkup
2: and get them balanced and rotated. And you, That's the dumbest question anyone ever asked no, me. No, I'm just saying because you have <laughs> what like. What does it have to do with the car? Just because I said they cost the same. Well, because it's the same
3: price as a car. I'm just correlating there because you say you'd rather have a car than these beautiful teeth, really, and I'm thinking. Do you is it maintenance? Is there high maintenance? I've not had that. My teeth pulled out. Well, you do have to brush them. They're not pulled
2: out and put in. These are these are bridges and crowns mostly. I am getting a couple of implants too, but I mean they're like teeth. Well,
0: let's crushing it, bud. They look good.
2: Thank you. Let's hope Um, that
3: London Bridge don't fall down.
2: And then the other (laughs) things that we worried about today (laughs) was our height, our voice, and acne. Okay, voice that does get kind of, for, especially for boys. Cause well, yeah, that year is because of these cracks and all that it's stuff. It's like you've
3: talking like that for a little <laughs> while.
2: <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're talking like
3: this. <laughs> and it's just an awkward time. You're still going through that, you. aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes said
2: times. I would say so probably okay you can't bring up his stuff only ours. <laughs> but um, yeah I and it's kind of funny because my son his voice has dropped and so now he's dropped into a vocal range I have trouble hearing so oh. I, he's always and he mumbles too kids don't they don't like to answer nice and loud oh. so you're like what did you
3: say that's not a vocal range that's all that what it's, do you just, mean? it's just mumbling period
2: oh it's like
3: like and they and they're walking away from you You're like I, come on come back
2: here yeah but they they also are that lower pitch it's hard to distinguish i think girls mumble too
3: do the, do the girls mumble too oh. yes I have a and
0: i've three teenage or two teenage nieces and i'll ask them something and they'll mumble and i'm like what and then they get irritated. They're like, T, can you not hear me? I'm like, no, because you're mumbling in the yep. other room. And
2: then the mentioned Hawk mentioned there, they're usually looking away. They're not looking at you. So the vocal sounds are going the other direction anyway.
3: Well, maybe they're looking away because they have bad hair day going on. They have some acne.
2: Maybe it's your teeth. Maybe they don't want to look at your teeth. Or just you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they just tired of you. Yeah, you know how kids are. Well,
2: I could tell you guys how to overcome being self conscious in a minute if you want. I just yes. want
0: to know how to walk through a crowd and not panic in my head. Do you, you have tips for that? You
4: don't walk through the crowd.
0: <laughs> <That's what you're laughs> <all I'm
3: about. laughs> On a really quick note, most people don't pay attention to you. Period. I'm like, they don't even. They're always thinking about themselves. That's why we are a selfie uh-uh. society. We're taking selfies all the time. They don't even think about your bad hair day.
0: I am though, I and if I'm
3: walking weird, I wouldn't even known Cato was you know having issues with his today. If if Tom
2: wouldn't have told me, <laughs> well, I <it> wouldn't <laughs> have known a lot of stuff about us if you hadn't have told him, too. <laughs> oh, sorry
1: about that. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B ninety three point seven.
2: Well, we were talking about some of the things that you are self-conscious about whenever, particularly your teen years. And those include things like your weight, Mm -hmm. acne, um, also your teeth. People are self-conscious about their hair. Voice um, changing. Yeah, the voice was mentioned. uh, Glasses, acne, height, all that kind of physical stuff. But
3: what kind of shocked me is that people carry that on into their adulthood. That's right. And That's, this is you know, kind of weird.
4: And I've got some tips on how you can get rid of that. After that list, just say everyone is self-conscious about everything about themselves.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, here's There's... some tips
2: on how to overcome being self-conscious. First of all, they say, instead of dwelling on what you have problems with, try to recognize what you're good at. Like, um, well... Well, anyway, <laughs> that makes you know.
0: no sense because like you might be great at sports and that's wonderful, but don't, don't maybe me
4: you, <laughs> when you say that,
0: I'm just saying being good at one thing doesn't make you less self-conscious in another area.
2: It should though, because that's part of life is balancing out your good and your negative.
0: I might be athletic, but I walk weird.
2: But you know what? There's a lot of, you mentioned athletic. You take a football star or something. We were just watching Eli and Peyton Manning do something on the uh, yeah. internet and they were giving a And and Eli Manning is do he's a dork. But he's famous, he's a football player and so he still he's overcome that. It doesn't matter that he's a dork.
3: The experts say you get good at something, very good at it. Become an expert in some area. And you can succeed in other areas because that bleeds over. It's like, you know, Eli Manning, he's a good quarterback. So now he's having to do some of these other goofy like interviews. And he's, you know, he's
4: not as good at that. But the only reason he's doing that is because he was so good at football. Okay. But well, that's any sports announcer. Well, that's, they become sports announcers after they retire yeah, from yeah. the sport, and most of them can't even talk right. right? You know, they. But you're you not know, like this right here. I'm in radio too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Some other ways to get over being self-conscious. I don't know. They say disengage from people who are critical of you. In other words, avoid your family (laughs) and your coworkers. I'm normally not critical. Really?
3: I'm not. Uh, You can't call me out for being critical, Tom. Everything we do. (laughs) I'll let Cato do it You will will criticize or you have a better way of doing it. Okay. It's just comical when it comes from you. Maybe it's yeah. nice because no
4: one's laughing. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. I, I agree. I think, uh, you know, criticism is bad. It can tear you down well, completely. And I don't understand why people will have to call other people out. Yeah. About Online
2: especially, too. Yeah. Yeah. Or in their face I mean, when you're working with them.
4: Yeah, I mean, I like I've been around family and somebody walked by and they're like, look at that. She looks like a cow in that outfit. And I'm like, really? really? Do you don't even know her? Why, why would you even yeah. talk about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. being negative towards someone you don't even know. Exactly. We don't need negativity. Because you hate yourself. Turn around.
2: All right. They say, practice words of affirmation. Yeah. For example, whenever you go around thinking, I can't do anything right, change that to everything I do is brilliant. In other words, <laughs> become Kanye West. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to go
2: that far. He's extreme with it. But I think
3: positive self-talk is good uh-huh. because we, I mean, as soon as you wake up in the morning. The thoughts that come into your head are negative. They're not positive most of the time. You gotta to preach to yourself. Well you're going to work. Well, okay, but still <laughs> you know what? You 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 don't got to go to work. You get to go to work. You know what turn that make it positive. That's hard to do okay.
4: at five o'clock in the morning, <laughs> especially right. when you know you're going to come in to work with someone who is going to tell you all your flaws, and then you sit there and you beat yourself down because you didn't go to bed till midnight. You know, I'm like, right, hey, all right, Cato,
2: okay. this one might help you then. Work with professionals who <laughs> help you find inner peace. Uh, you know, the ones you pay by the hour. Um, you lay down on the couch and um, a therapist. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. I've never been to one. I've been told I needed to. Okay, and they say also learn to make fun of yourself
4: I that do. way it beats the other people to it i do
3: you see a lot of the overweight comedians they will do that
4: mm-hmm. yeah. and then they lose all that weight and they're not funny anymore and tom right. you've
3: said that for years like uh you know i mean i won't talk to kids specifically you go to school a lot of kids are being made fun of or something like you go ahead and embrace that yeah it, it takes the edge off the other bully kid or whatever can't make fun of the uh can't make fun of you
2: i would have agreed with that till this morning so someone's picking on me.
4: All right. i just feel depressed on my birthday. I'm sorry, Kato. I don't
2: even know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> really? Really?
3: Well, how, anxious, how did I pick we... on you? What, what was it?
2: Oh, you were... See, listen, he doesn't even we don't know, he hurts us. We ain't got time. You were telling yeah. about how skinny and ugly I was in high I school. Didn't say ugly. You talked about how Kato had that missing tooth in his senior year picture. I'm
3: talking about you, all right? I know I made fun of Kato, but not you. You were like, <laughs> oh, Tom,
2: you were so skinny. It was horrible. It looked like you were going to die.
3: Yeah. Bones sticking now, out. Uh, <laughs> don't hang out with liars. I did not say that. I said you were skinny. That's all I said. I think you heard the ugly part. Um, I. But now that you've mentioned it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: calling a
2: therapist.
0: Goodness, uh, you're sassy today. I'm just
3: teasing. I mean, honestly, it's like everybody getting offended. <laughs> oh, Are you it's, offended? it's our
2: fault now, Kayla. <laughs> That's
0: yeah. called gaslighting. Yeah. My therapist told me you're
2: offended. I'll yeah, the, the only gaslighting <laughs> Hawk does is whenever he lights his toots. Now, people will talk about you there
1: if you do that. I will say that. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.